This is Listen Likely, the show that keeps you up to date on all things happening in and around the Lakeland area. Here's your chance to plan your family activities and learn more about what your city government and your neighbors are doing to make Lakeland a great place to live, work, and play. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to the October edition of Listen Lakeland, a radio show uh, put on by Lakeland Vision. My name is Amy Wiggins, and I'm joined today by Sushil Koso to host this month's show. Hello, Amy. Each month, Lakeland Vision board members, like us, sit down with the folks who are helping to make Lakeland an exceptional place to live. And since October is National Arts and Humanities Month, we're excited to introduce some of the artists who live in our community, specifically on our college campuses. Right now, we have students from Florida Southern College, and as you know, it's the home of several theater recital spaces, art galleries that welcome student artists, as well as nationally recognized artists plus degree programs in art, dance, music, and theater arts, and a plethora of other majors to satisfy anyone's passion. Um, I'm very proud of the theater's arts program at FSC as my son is a graduate of the program and currently studying for his MFA in theater tech at the University of Iowa. Today we're joined by Taylor Pugh, a theater tech major from Lakeland, and Atlee Brown, a musical theater major from Texas. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So we're going to start with an easy question. Uh, Why theater or musical theater? And can you give us a kind of a brief explanation of what your major encompasses? Yeah, so um, musical theater for me, because um, I love the joy that it brings the audiences and the people who see it. It impacts them in so many different ways, depending on the work you're doing. And um, it can really transform somebody's day or even somebody's life just by seeing a single piece. Um, Musical theater at school, it encompasses a lot. It really, at FSC, they want you to be a triple threat. So they want you to be, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, they, they really push you to be your best self. And so they... We do a lot of dance class. We do a lot of singing. I have private voice lessons every semester with our faculty. Um, And then I also have acting classes as well as um, tech classes because they want us to be well-rounded in everything we do so that we can go into the real world and be prepared. I think that's a really great point um, because one thing that folks sometimes forget is how aerobic Mm-hmm. the arts can be yes <laughs> so you talk about you're up there dancing and singing and acting all at the same time under that's a, hot lights under hot lights <laughs> oh, yeah. pretty thick costumes right. yes, and in yes. heels yeah, yeah. As a technician, I took uh, vocal lessons just like to have a musical outlet. And I just for 30 minutes, I leave like wheezing and gasping for <laughs> air. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. That's Quite the awesome. workout. Awesome. Well, so tell us more about theater tech. So I, I got introduced to theater tech. I went to Harrison School of the Arts in Lakeland. And originally I applied to be you know technical theater and jazz percussion. And I got accepted into technical theater and I did the program and I absolutely fell in love with it. And so my senior year, we produced uh, Disney's The Little Mermaid, and I couldn't see the main production of the show, but we did a matinee, and all of the local kids came from like middle schools and elementary schools, and just seeing them jump and scream and sing along, and that's that's kind of the moment I'm like, all right, technical theater is definitely something I want to pursue. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a technical theater major with a focus in lighting design, 
Um, I, I have some experience in sound, and I'm working on a minor in studio art and art history to kind of help my design process. Um, but I just, I just think that the power of theater to communicate with people is really, really powerful and not something that we acknowledge enough. Right. It's, it's storytelling. It is mm -hmm. storytelling. It's, yeah. it's the same thing as movies or television mm -hmm. programs or, mm -hmm. or laying down at night and reading your favorite book. Um, it's, it's a way that folks connect. And it's interesting from, to me, I think, from a theater tech perspective, mm -hmm. there again, um, people who aren't involved in the arts maybe don't understand what that means and how lighting specifically can mm -hmm. change the entire mood of what people are seeing on the stage. Absolutely. So talk, talk to me a little bit um, about, about your experiences with lighting specifically, because I think that's an under-celebrated <laughs> realm. My son yeah. could tell you that. Yeah. 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 It's, it is, it's one of the hardest things to explain to people because, you know, light is a really abstract concept. Sound is probably the next hardest one to explain. But so lighting and sculpting, you are literally just kind of sculpting with, with pure photon energy. You know, it's something that's like so scientific, but also so creative to think about. So if I put a light very high above someone, you know, that cuts really high and their eyes look really dark and they look really spooky or sick. Or if I bring that all the way down in front of them, it flattens them out and they look kind of two dimensional and flat. Or if I, you know, come at a nice angle from some other position, I can make them seem youthful or older. And depending on color choices, I can make, I can bring energy or I can take energy. And it's mm -hmm. this really interesting, creative energy that I can put into it, but it's also so so scientific and so technical. Well, and I was going to say with tech, one of the things that uh, I've seen mm -hmm. at Florida Southern when my son was here and, and in other shows that I've seen is that I think that there's a, you guys don't stop. One show, you know, you, you find something, you see something, you spot something that you know you have to fix for the next one. Mm -hmm. it, it's not like, okay, my I got job this. never ends. It never mm -hmm. ends, mm -hmm. which I... I makes me appreciate it even more because right. you are you are watching everything that goes on everything that's happening oh my gosh that person's turning to the left and instead of the right you know mm -hmm. now what do i do with my light so i mean it's a constant improvement improvement yeah, yeah. well so yeah. speaking of because um, we're going to run out of time. You guys are a lot of fun to, yeah. <laughs> to talk to. But speaking of constant improvement and, and constant challenges, what is up next for you all? You mentioned you're just mm -hmm. just wrapping up. Mm -hmm. um, so what's, what's coming up next that folks can engage with, that people can come see? So we will be doing Copenhagen in our theater in the round. Oh, yeah. um, that oh. opens on Halloween oh, on yes. October 31st, and then it runs through November 3rd. Okay. Um, so that's really fun. Um, our whole season is about World War II. Okay. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, which is really awesome because it's the 75th anniversary mm -hmm. of the end of the war, I believe. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really cool the experiences that we're going to have um, by doing the shows. Again, it's going back to getting to study all this rich, right. rich history and um, telling people stories. The actors in Copenhagen are going to have a very interesting time. So Briefly, and kind of in a broad way, Copenhagen takes place, it is three ghosts of, of two nuclear physicists and one of their wives, and they kind of helped create the research that created the atom bomb. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's kind of their ghosts going through, what have we done, what have we created? And our actors have met with nuclear physicists, and like, and they have, they've lear they're learning these wow. terms and these yeah. things 
that, that really impacted the characters they're portraying. We had an actual nuclear physicist come in and talk to them. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's so that awesome. was cool. That's awesome. um, it's really cool. And so how can somebody get tickets or, I mean, they just, they just go to the Florida Southern College website or call the theater box office? Yes, you can call the Buckner Theater box office Monday through Friday, 2 to 6. Um, it's cheaper if you do it that way because you don't get service fees. Mm -hmm. um, we have some really nice box office people that work there. I'm one of them, so <laughs> <laughs> give me a call. Um, oh, perfect. But also you can go online. Um, and later this season we have Sound of Music. Um, that's November 14th through the 24th. Through the 24th. And then um, Cabaret and Diary of Anne Frank. So it's a lot of classics. Wow. Yes, for mm -hmm. sure. Wow. For that sure. sounds good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you guys. We know how busy you are all the time. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, thank you. And we really appreciate you coming over here today. And we will hope to come see one of your shows. Oh, Thank yes, you. Yeah, see definitely us. look us up. Festival of Fine Arts Florida Southern puts on some amazing creative experiences for you to see all all year long. Um, 863-680-4111 is our switchboard number. You can ask for the, de the uh, Department of Theater Arts and Dance, and we'll definitely give you a show. Awesome. Yeah. Thank awesome. you. Thank you guys so much. Of course. This is Listen Lakeland. The show that keeps you up to date on all things happening in and around the Lakeland area. If you're just joining us, you've tuned in to the Listen Lakeland radio show where we're meeting some of the artists attending school on Lakeland College campuses. Just heard from some theater arts majors from Florida Southern College and now we're pleased to welcome Kyle Conway and Jonathan Baccarat from Florida Polytechnic University. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank, Thank you for having us. us. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, Kyle, I, I know and because I've spoken to some people out there at, at Poly and I've I feel bad about saying out there because I know that's probably we're in the middle of nowhere. Ten, yeah. Nothing's more than ten miles from uh, yeah. from Lakeland, so it's a little challenging. Um, so I apologize for reminding you of that. But I I know that um, the media club was something that was really important to students. Um, so tell me a little bit more because you're a computer science student. That's correct. So tell me a little bit about how you came to be the president of the media club and and what that means. Okay, yeah. I mean, just for reference, what the media club does, first and foremost, we're a club that's broken down into three divisions. So we have audio, film, and interactive, which you can think be uh, like video games, stuff like okay. that. So as a computer scientist, in some ways, it's almost the most natural fit uh, in the campus because, yeah, I'm a computer science student, so you go through the normal computer science curriculum, you know, programming, data structures. But even more than that, there's a concentration that is offered at the school that's game development. Right. And when you figure out like what goes into a video game, it really is the sum like almost like film was before. It really is the summation of all mediums that came before it. Right. So you touch programming to actually make it interactive. You touch film, how do you composite a shot? How do you work with your camera system in a video game? Music, audio, writing, it really is it, you know, like I said with film, it's a summation of all mediums. So in some ways it was the most natural fit to jump into that. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And some of the video games nowadays, Kyle, I'm just yeah. amazed. I remember when the first few video games, Zelda, remember mm -hmm. back then? And, <laughs> but they're they're almost they almost seem real. Yeah, yeah. It, the complexity of the games have gone up like substantially for sure. So definitely the the amount of the caliber of student we're putting out previous to, you know, a couple decades ago is so much higher just to meet that demand for what people are used to with games mm -hmm. nowadays. 
that's cool. Yeah, that's so. Um, Jonathan, specifically, you are the president of the music association. Is yes, that that's right. that correct? Um, so in my job with the symphony, I remind people kind of constantly that um, music is math plus teamwork, right? Yeah, that's, 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 um, and and um, so, do you? Do you find that people are surprised when they hear that there's a music association at Poly? You know, interestingly enough, uh, at least when I joined the school, people were more surprised that there wasn't one. Really? Really. So um, when I was a sophomore, I'm in my junior year now, so it's been about a year. When I was a sophomore, um, I was in a band in the school and kind of used that as a launching point to start the music association. Mm -hmm. So I've been going on for about a year now. We've got a steadily increasing membership. And what I'm seeing is it's, it, it appears like it's almost expected that we should have a music. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, some sort of club going on on campus. Um, like you said, uh, MIT, all of these other large even if they're focused on engineering, they still have that musical aspect and that art aspect. Mm -hmm. So when you come to a school, even if it's something, even if it's a brand new school like Poly, where they are focused on engineering and the sciences, people seem to be more surprised that there isn't anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing that young people expect to have that art aspect. Well, absolutely. I, I love it. I Were love you, it. Yes. Um, was that, so tell me a little bit about high school for you guys. Was that, I mean, you don't have to go through all of the drama of yeah, high school. So I don't need that. But, years. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but um, were you at a high school that allowed you to kind of focus on science and technology and, or did you have an arts experience there that you felt like you wanted to carry over? Uh, I know for me, at least the tech side definitely came from my dad just okay. bringing me up. Like I yeah. remember I a very young age building a computer together um, as far as the arts uh, that's just, I mean video games for kids especially nowadays like it's just such a like natural like attractor so right. from a very young age it's like okay here's you know I press this that happens on the TV right. that relationship is established and that just sort of became a natural dream as far as high school I guess and in, in terms of like facilitating my interest in arts um, not not too much. I, I did do band for a little bit. I was a percussionist. Um, right. But beyond that, it was pretty much all sort of self-motivated. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And what's your major? Uh, my major is mechanical engineering. Awesome. Okay. So um, kind of just drawing parallels to that, my dad was an electrical engineer. Okay. Um, and when I was very young, we built a model engine together. Oh, wow. wow. Um, <laughs> I know it sounds very impressive. It does <laughs> it sound is, very uh, impressive. <laughs> You're speaking to people who have never built an engine or oh, a computer, so no. we think oh. you're great. I didn't understand how it worked. It was just uh, mapped it out on a little instruction sheet for me. Yeah. Um, the flashlight. Dad did yeah. the flashlight. <laughs> um, but then when I got to high school, um, there were I was kind of split in two directions. So I was in the marching band mm -hmm. and the concert band for four years. I played the um, flute for all four years, and when I was allowed to, I played the piccolo for two years. Nice. Um, and then on the other side of that, uh, we had sort of a, we had PLTW at our school, which is Project Lead the Way. Okay. Um, it's this nationally or internationally recognized kind of engineering thing for high school. I'm not sure which one it is, but it, it was something along those lines, which is just mostly to say that um, my school was very focused in engineering. Right. And was also focused in the um, 
arts music side of it as well. That's great. So I got to have that experience both sides of it. I don't think I had a single year in high school where I wasn't in an, uh, at least one band class and at least one engineering class. So. That's that's fantastic. That is fantastic. But they go together, though. They do. I, I mean, I really do think that they go together. There's yeah. a fusion in the brain mm -hmm. that you need that. Well, do you have any specific projects you have coming up this year before we close out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So besides our audio division, who, who would uh, work very closely with Music Association, our film division currently is filming a documentary. Um, so the documentary is currently titled uh, Stolen Girls, and it uh, documents um, in 1960s Georgia, there was a group of uh, African-American girls ages around 12 to 15 mm -hmm. who wanted to protest segregation by purchasing a theater ticket. That's about it. Right. But unfortunately, uh, they were arrested with no charges, taken away for about two months. Again, no charges and just housed in a jail cell. So uh, Media Club, in partnership with Diversity Club, are looking to document that story and then come out with a documentary to shop around at festivals, things like that. Wow. So that's that's the big thing we're working on with that film. sounds really That's amazing. Awesome. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's probably the most ambitious film thing we've done thus far. Absolutely. So it's definitely long term. But it's a great long-term project. We can bring on people, even mid-project, teach them how to edit. So you're also building up student right. skills with that. Right. And it's a great story to tell that not many people know about. Um, as far as interactive side, we don't have a lot to shop out there to the public yet for much of the same reasons that Jonathan mentioned. It's just sure. a lot of red tape. But uh, we do everything to try to prepare students to get out there. So, for instance, if you've heard of uh, UCF Spia, the grad mm -hmm. school there, we're doing a field trip uh, out to that next week. We have a game jam that we throw every semester, which is basically a condensed amount of time where students get together, uh, program for about 48 hours, and at the end, they come out with something to present, basically, and then prizes are given wow, out. cool. And we also arrange uh, the Game Expo, which is our once-a-semester school exhibition of game development talent. So before uh, every senior graduates, they're required to show a game that they have worked on. Mm -hmm to uh, school and industry mm -hmm. partners, and right. we facilitate that. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. That sounds That's great. Super. Well, thank you, you guys. I mean, Absolutely. this is really neat. I, I, I'm just, I'm excited to hear that you guys are doing this type of thing. You're thinking outside the box. You really are. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see what comes down the pipe after we're gone, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you, you, you're right. You're starting at the beginning, mm -hmm. which is just an amazing place for... Planted the seed. For everyone, yeah. yeah. I'm so appreciative of you guys making the long trek in here um, to help us get Hey, this. I'm Orlando's side. This isn't too bad. This so is, okay. That's right. That's it's right. not any longer than trying to go to Walmart. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, hopefully uh, one of our listeners will um, will have their interest peaked and maybe we'll find a way to get you guys off campus. If we can't come to campus, oh, yeah. then for we'll... For sure. At the very least, uh, tour Florida Poly. Um, for sure. Really easy to schedule that out. And we do have Florida Poly gone every year where clubs usually do showcase something so Which you can get awesome. an idea of what we do. Right. That's, That's fantastic. Perfect. That's yeah. the, the best way to do it. This is Listen Lakeland, the show that keeps you up to date on all things happening in and around the Lakeland area. On today's Listen Lakeland radio show, we've been meeting artists from Lakeland's colleges and universities, and I'm particularly proud to introduce Southeastern Professor Brian Bloom, who is also a percussionist with the Imperial Symphony, and student percussionist Michael Patry. Thank you both for being here. Our pleasure. Thank you. So I am guessing that when folks hear that you're a percussionist and that you attend Southeastern, they immediately think about the drumline in football games. 
That's that. true. No, it's absolutely true. So tell us a little bit more about what you're doing at Southeastern, because I know that percussion, because uh, I just mentioned that Professor Bloom is with the symphony, and we don't do a lot of drumline marching <laughs> on stage. Um, so tell us a little bit more about what being a percussion student is at Southeastern. So in addition to the responsibilities of just being a normal music student right. in the first place, which is pretty intensive, I would say, just from coursework and independent study mm-hmm. alone, uh, I've also been part of Percussion Ensemble okay. since I've been here. In addition to that, also the Wind Ensemble, Symphony Orchestra, and I've spent some semesters participating in the Jazz Ensemble and, and uh, singing in the Concert Choir as well. Oh, wow. Well, you so, don't yeah. have enough to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it's impossible to really get as much as you can out of the faculty while you're attending Southeastern University because the faculty is extremely... I'm going to go on a limb and say they're extremely overqualified just for the amount of talent that we're around at all times. So it's really tough to absorb all of it within just a three, four, five-year period. So. That's a really nice perspective. I think, I think that um, the farther removed from school we become, sometimes it's, it's, we don't always take the time to look back and realize how, how much professionalism and expertise were surrounding us and still frankly are surrounding us Mm, on a daily basis we're so blessed to have southeastern and florida poly and florida southern just the three folks that we've spoken to today um so it's i mean it's really kind of i i just appreciate that perspective michael that's really that's really kind southeastern well, so to that to that point, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we kind of have talked a little bit in some of our other sessions about what a course of study looks mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, I think we, we mentioned, you know, I think people have an understanding of what you study biology to become a physician, sure. um, but maybe people who haven't been as involved in music, maybe they took a course class or they participated in marching band, they may not understand what that looks like mm-hmm. to to start transitioning into that professional world. Mm-hmm. Um, what what does a, a course of study look like for students at Southeastern or for you in particular, Michael? For, for myself, um, I'm involved in the music education program as well, mm-hmm. trying to receive okay. a bachelor's of science in music education. So a lot of my study comes from the professional development side of things. Okay. In addition to that, However, I'm trying to also take in everything that this place has to offer, the Southeast University, like mm-hmm. the, what we have to offer, and trying to also give myself into that process as well. So um, it's, I, don't, I wouldn't say that being a musician is necessarily something that has a finish line to it, like, right. a, like a career option of, like, okay, like I get this diploma, I'm officially done. Right. It's not right. where it, it's kind of not where it ends. It right. doesn't really make any sense for it to end that way. Um, so like for me personally, like when I first started studying music, or like when I first decided that I wanted to study music, mm-hmm. and I told my parents about this, they were kind of confused as far as what that means. Right. I think future. a lot when of people saying, are. Yeah. 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 So it's like, does that mean that you're going to keep playing drums in the garage? Or like what, does that <laughs> even, like, what does that even mean, you know? And so it's kind of up to the musician themselves to... Mm-hmm. To pave their own pathway, if you right. will. In many cases, that is absolutely true. Yeah. Yes, and a lot of the times, especially you know, you mentioned the physician as an example. It's mm-hmm. kind of like these are these are the courses that you take. Mm-hmm. These are the tests that you pass. You are now this. Right. It's hard to say what is a musician versus someone who 
is studying music. I feel right. like those two things are kind of running parallel to each other at this point in life mm-hmm. for everyone. Sure. And well, in all ways, like you're saying, yeah, yeah, right. the, 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 the person, the musician is someone who studies music. It's right. not there. Yeah, there's some certification. Yeah. You right. know, or, that's why I feel as if my parents are kind of hesitant about that in the first place. It's mm-hmm. like, what does that even mean? Like, that doesn't mean that you're going to go to medical school and then become a doctor. Yeah. It's, right. like a, it's like I'm just constantly falling into this leap of faith of hopefully I'm getting myself into this and that will pay off mm-hmm. right. at some point. It's a future. huge investment. That's a good way of thinking of it. Yeah. It's, um, the, the most clear cut one is probably the music education degree. Right. Because those are, those are students who want to go on and teach K-12 music. Right. Um, and that is a little, and there's a lot of standards and certifications and thing that, that sets you up for that. Um, but most of the other paths are like Mike, Michael said, a little more, um, up to the individual to the kind of entrepreneurial. It's very entrepreneurial, right. far more than than a lot of other career options might be. Mm-hmm. There are many Absolutely. that do fit that, of course, but but yes, it, it's up to finding gigs, finding opportunities, creating opportunities. What is it that I can do that's unique to me that I can offer the world, right? And then figure out a way to make that happen, um, right? Just mm-hmm. through the connections and through being really, really good at what you do. That's what I tell my students a lot. You have to be amazing at what you do. That's a that's a prerequisite. Then figure out how to how to build the connections and relationships and, and offer something to the world that, that only you can do. That's right. what we're after. Yeah. Well, and I would hope that that as a music uh, ed major, if you do decide to go into the teaching aspect, you seem to me like you have the passion that obviously your teachers have also mm-hmm. impacted with you. So because I think. What, what gets handed down, I mean, somebody impacted something with you that kind of got that going, right? So I would hope that if that's a direction you go, that you bring that to, mm-hmm. to the, because some people say, well, if anything, I can go into teaching. Right. I've that's heard that so many times. <laughs> and if you go into teaching, I hope you go into teaching because you love it. Yes. And because you want to challenge those students and really get those students excited about what you have learned. Yeah. Studying music ought to not exist without any sort of passion in the first place. Exactly. exactly. That's that's a it's a definite prerequisite any to arts, what we're doing. Any arts, I think, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So along those lines, I need you guys to tell us. Um, so out, you're going to have to branch outside the percussion department mm-hmm. and tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about some of the other things that are going on. But how can people? Um, how can people get engaged with the arts and the percussion ensemble mm-hmm. and the, the symphony orchestra at Southeastern? Tell us a little bit about yeah. what you guys have going on yeah. for folks um, to do. I mean, the, the best thing you can do is, is come to the events, come to the um, to the art exhibits, to the performances, um, to the the raw. T- well, I think they changed Torch TV, um, which is a, a live recorded kind of improv thing and things mm-hmm. like that. We have we have a lot of different opportunities like that. We we are in the community too, which mm-hmm. is really cool that Southeastern does um, performances at First Presbyterian Church, at the Polk Museum of Art, All Saints Episcopal, Oasis Community Church, Grace City, uh, and of course on campus. Right. We, you know, right. We'd love for right. you to, to come check out what we do on campus in a few different venues. And so we also have our College of Arts and Media website, uh, which is CAM dot seu dot edu and that has all of our performances throughout the college communications guest lecturers all of these things within our college um, and there's you know a lot of opportunities for our students to get involved in different uh, different ensembles choirs you know, instrumental ensembles 
small ensembles, large ensembles, and of course these are performance opportunities that we invite the community to come experience right. um, as well. Well, because that's an important part of being in the music world, Area. right? Mm -hmm. That that performance is something that um, that's what connects people to yeah. the art form. Yes. You know, without without the audience, right? You right. know, you're it, it's not really. Yeah fulfilling i mean right. that's that's mm -hmm. a kind of a harsh way to say it but mm -hmm. that's it's really important that, yeah, it's that um, connection with the other people that we that we want that we're yes, looking for for and, sure and share that is there something coming up uh in october or november um i mean there's a just a fair number again our performance series has has several different um, performances with musical theater um Faculty recitals, percussion ensemble concert, which is November twelfth. I'll mention that one <laughs> on campus. Um, we would love to have a, an audience there. We're doing kind of a world music themed percussion concert this year. Very cool. Um, yeah, I think I'd, I would. I would say go to a percussion ensemble. How many people have had that opportunity yeah, before? I, it's anybody that has come to one of those that has spoken to me. It's their first one. They always say, wow, I had no idea. Right. I had no idea what you could do with percussion. Right. They tend to think just drums. And we mm -hmm. have this whole, you know, collection of, of keyboard melodic um, instruments that, that can, you can do so much. And there's hundreds of instruments in a percussion concert. So right. there's just almost an endless color array that, that we can access and perform and make music. Right. And so, Yeah. Some shameless plug there. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not to, uh, shameless at, at of, all. And like of course, always, always the fire line at the football course, games, which keeps people line, yes. energized. Um, yeah. I know how much folks love that. Well, mm -hmm. you guys have been absolutely spectacular guests. This Thank, you for, Thank you for being here. We're so, and I look so, forward to hearing Michael. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Brian, the Brian, percussion Brian, ensemble. Brian, the symphony. The symphony. Yes, yes <laughs> you we'll be there in October. Well, yes. thank you guys. Listen Lakeland is brought to you as a collaborative project between Lakeland Vision, the City of Lakeland, and Hall Communications. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.